Kerry, home to some of the most creative, intelligent, culturally diverse and articulate people this country has to offer. Unfortunately, they were all busy. So, we got stuck with this lot. Recorded live in Murphy's Pub on Brandon Pier. This is the Murphy's Podcast. Cheers. Cheers, Cheers, clink, 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 clink of cider, which is the this which is a new one for me. We've only two clinks again tonight. Yeah, Tony. no. What the hell? Freddie's uh, abandoned us again. Freddie, we're down, man, man down. He's going to call it the Gary and Tony podcast from now on. Yeah. So here's the Fred. He's currently getting his car fixed, and uh, once he's not trying to do it himself, because I, I do worry. <laughs> oh, Jesus, <laughs> he would. I wouldn't be sitting into that car. Anyway. He'd, he'd give he it a go. Swear to God, he would. Yeah, I'm drink, What am I drinking? Stonewell. Medium dry Irish craft cider. Yeah, it's been knocking around a while. It's nice, isn't it? Oh. That's a red label one. And there's a yellow label one, I think. It's a bit What's drier. the difference? I think the yellow label is a drier kind oh, of I'm cider. into that. That's nice. That's medium. Oh, medium. that's good. That's good stuff. Yeah, it's nice. Who makes that? that? That is coming from. Uh, is that a Diageo project or is that no, somewhere else? Is that no, and you're, you're going to have to let me out there. I can't read it. Uh, <laughs> sorry, blindly. Sorry. With your glasses on as well. Let's put my glasses on, yeah. I need to uh, up- upgrade of glasses. Made in cork, anyway. Okay. When you buy this bottle, we donate to the Irish Bee Conservation Project to save bees. Mm. Oh, very interesting. Well, yeah, wait a second. We buy our apples from Orchards in Tipperary, Waterford and Leash. Okay. Yeah, so there you go. So it's from all over the shop. It's uni apple cider. Loads of places. Um, so Fred isn't here again. Uh, unfortunately, he had a car trouble this evening and he couldn't make it. So yeah. It's just per, me and you. Per Freddy. Me and yeah, you, so yeah, I reckon the Tony and Gary podcast, I'm just going to rebrand everything, change out. <laughs> it fits pretty easy on the yeah, branding, isn't it? Just, 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 just take out his name. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to just X out his name. <laughs> <on it. laughs> and come here, have so. Uh, you were drinking wine last week, now you're on the cider. I know, this is very. I'm, I'm going to have to go with ice from now on. This is going to be. It's rattly and yeah. rattly, isn't it? Yeah. They can't sneak us up while people are talking. I know, like, oh, like, Jesus, your man doesn't need to drink down. <laughs> Be quiet. Uh, yeah, so what's, what, what have you been up to? You've been working during the week? I was, uh, yeah, well, back to work today after bank holiday, and uh, no, I actually was off the weekend, I had no gigs, so I was uh, I was just down in Cork, and I was at a birthday party and just chilled out. I had a head cold last week, and that's kind of migrating out from my head into my chest, so uh, just a little bit chesting, a little oh. bit of a... Who's this? Oh, what's this? That's my wife. She knows I'm doing a podcast. All right, answer it. Well, answer it. Yeah, answer go on, for the crack. Hello, Olga. Hey, Olga. Hi. Hi, you're on speaker and we're on, we're, in, we're on the podcast. Okay, thanks. How are you? Coming home, goodbye now. Okay, goodbye. Um, Olga, come on, come on, have a chat. Come on, Olga, have an old chat with us. She won't. Bye. <laughs> bye. bye, bye. <laughs> yeah, I'm a bastard, absolute bastard. I just see there, actually, you're talking about the bottles, and uh, did you see the new scheme coming into Ireland? I think they have it in Scandinavian places where they're doing the for bottle recycling. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, stupid fucking side. Um... I'll try and mask the sound of the ice as you're drinking. Yeah, just it. clap. You should be drinking tea like me. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. But uh, yeah, there's a new uh, company coming into Ireland now, and they're basically going to be introducing, they're like recycling machines at, I suppose it'd be different, whether it be outside supermarkets or, or wherever. Um, so you bring back your empty cans and you actually get money refunded back. It's like the way they used to be back in the 80s and 90s. I yeah. wouldn't remember that now, Tony. I'm a bit, yo- bit old, a bit young for that no, in the 80s. Well, I wasn't going to the bottle bank with fucking bottles. Yeah, but when you when used to, there used to be a thing, wasn't it, when you when you bought a bottle of like lemonade, you'd bring it back to the shop and they'd give you 10, 
They used to do it with milk. A pence back or two, ten, two pence back or something. They definitely did it with milk. Tuppence. Tuppence. Tuppence back. <laughs> yeah, because, um, yeah, there was. Wasn't there something like that? I can't think of my memory's not exactly <laughs> the greatest. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think I can remember something like that. So, it's, uh, yeah. So, it's, yeah, a nice incentive for people. And so, what happens is you throw your cans or your bottles back in and it prints off a little voucher with your credit on it and you go into the shop then and use that credit in the shop. That's fantastic. It's a great idea. Yeah. Jeez, that should be... The, that should be the law that shouldn't just be a gimmicky kind Absolutely. of thing that should be every bottle that's ever made I just I, and the idea of the, the, the throwaway packaging now like we're not beyond that we're not, we're not going like this is wrong let's go back to glass bottles reuse them I can't understand how the, the government aren't bringing in some kind of legislation like f- for the big multi you know supermarkets yeah. like the Duns, Tesco's, Littles, Aldi's yeah. all these places like they're the first place that needed to be straight to, away to be controlled. I mean, you yeah, go into go the fruit, mass. Into go, the don't fruit, go small. Yeah, yeah, you go into the fruit and veg department there. I brought I bought a packet of um, apples home there one day, and they were in a, what I thought was a cardboard container. When I opened mm. it up, they were sandwiched between two big lumps of plastic inside the cardboard container. It's just bonkers. Bonk. It just it's doesn't bonkers. make any sense. Yeah, so let's we'll start a lobby for that. So we'll on our list of things to do, uh, we'll put that on as well. We'll start we should bring a big banner that we can fly from the top of Brandon. <laughs> Well, getting tattoos and paragliding, yeah, 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 and the rest of it. Uh, what else was I going to talk to you about this week? Uh, I've seen in the news during the week, Sting is coming to Dublin. Oh, he is actually. Yeah, that's He's right. In next month. Yeah, up to Malahide. So, can we get him down? Do you reckon we can give him a ring? And I was actually. He said <laughs> he's, he's he's kind of busy enough. Is he he's busy? Only in, he's only in for the twenty four hours, you know. So, yeah, just oh, trying yeah. to get down here would be the problem. <laughs> Well, we'll fly him then. We're going to carry airports pretty <laughs> if close. That was, if that was the only problem, yeah. <laughs> getting him here would be grand. But uh, yeah, he is. He's he's over. I was actually thinking of dropping uh, uh, Cherry uh, an old text for the crack. Listen, but um, between Tom Hanks is coming to Dublin now as well. Okay, he's coming over for the uh, there's some I think some literary festival or something like that. Right. Uh, yeah. So again, so Tom Hanks, if your people are listening. Come down, we'll have a pint. Yeah, It'll be great. Yeah, yeah, big time. He's gonna have. He's gonna tour to Ireland. He's not coming all the way to Ireland to not to just go to a thing in Dublin. Who wants to be the first big A list celebrity to be on the Murphy's podcast? The I race is on. Tom Hanks will do it now. I'd, I'd, I'd like to meet that fellow now. He seems that, uh, that'd seems be pretty, pretty sound. That'd be pretty epic, wouldn't it? We were meant to have a guest this week as well, but we couldn't. But we hopefully you'll have him next week. Yeah, he's going to come in next week. So uh, again, yeah, just uh, didn't work out. So he's going to come in and join us next week, and hopefully we'll. Uh, We'll get out on the sea safari with him then in, in the coming weeks because okay. there's a load of we were talking about earlier. There's uh, all the basking whales are, are, are hitting the shores at basking the moment. Sharks, sorry, basking sharks, sharks. I meant to say are hitting the shores at the moment. So they scared the life out of me. You were saying that, they're just yeah. because they're so big. Like I know they're docile and you can be you can get in and swim with them. Mm. But you're not advised because it's mm. well, do you, do, they're wild animals. Yeah, and they're exactly, massive. Yeah. But like there's lads posting videos now all the time out in Brandon Bay and uh, out in uh, what's the other side of beside Dingle as well. Uh, Saying out on kayaks and stuff, Harbor, yeah. going alongside them and venturing places like that. Yeah. It's like, oh, I would absolutely shit myself inside out. Yeah, I yeah. couldn't. Basking sharks, you're okay because they don't really breach the water and they move like they don't have big sudden bursts of movement. Really, do you know what I mean? They're, they kind of move yeah. at a very slow, steady pace. But like, <laughs> it's a drinky time. Bottoms up. <laughs> um, whereas you know, if you were in there with any variation of whales or dolphins they, you know they, they, they can be a bit more active in, in the water so yeah but I, I get you Jesus yeah they're massive 
I would like. I want to see one before they're gone. Do you know? They, do you know if they're going to be around for a while? Or uh, I think year? I it think must be seasonal. It's it is seasonal, but I'm not sure exactly how long. It, it could vary. I think we'll find out next week. Yeah, we'll fill, Philip will fill us in and all that. I'm sure he's been out having a look at them. You see, if we could, we're able to communicate with animals now. You could just ask him yourself. <laughs> do you know what I mean? He's off the lads. Um, yeah. What else has been on the turn? I've been I've been working on a, another a, a TV show called Bay Mayor Ash uh, again. Oh, just yes. a, it was an episode five of that this week. How's that going? It's really good. Like, and the, the response to it's great. The presenters are great, and it's uh, it's, it's just highlighting all these little smaller tourist destinations around the country and it's just yeah a good show. If, if it's in Irish but it's yeah you'll get it there's a That's lot of English great. in it as well and yeah, yeah. again it'd be so titled if you're watching it and stuff so. okay very good People how many episodes we're doing episode 6 on the end of this week um, yeah, so we're doing. I think that's. I think it's only six in total. And what they do is they will give like a prize to the Ireland's newest, best uh, tourist attraction, a future tourist attraction as well, right. a cash prize for like so just so they can invest into their business. And are they kind of highlighting parts of the country that wouldn't normally be under the spotlight, or is it going back to the normal kind of? No, some of them would be the. Some of them are bigger destinations, but they're kind of what they're doing different things in those big destinations. Oh, okay. But a lot of them would be smaller kind of uh, local pub kind of things, or people that have collections of stuff. Um, yeah, so yeah, it, it varies massively. Yeah, yeah, so I have no idea who's going to win. Like, got like axe throwing and all that kind of stuff. All oh, right, yeah, oh, yeah like, just quirky stuff that isn't really uh, big time yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. I, I actually funny you mentioned the axe throwing. I see a bit of it popping up on my Facebook feed every now and again. Now it's it's, it's massive in other parts of the world, but it's uh, there's clubs starting up here now. Massive in Canada and places like that. It's not mm, the, lumberjacks. Yeah, but yeah, again, I'd like to have a go at it uh, just to. Well, I'm like sure it'd be throwing an axe like who doesn't want to have, have a go yeah, at just lash it at something you yeah. could probably do it at home like, <laughs> I don't know if I've done I used in the to do uh, when, when I was doing my uh, jiu-jitsu we used to do a lot of uh, shuriken uh, training so they're like the, the metal spikes oh know? right okay and uh, yeah once you get the hang of it it's pretty satisfying to, to drive a metal a piece of metal into a board wood, like yeah. in, in, into a lump or something you know uh, I wasn't uh, you only kind of start learning it after a few years of training but um, some of the guys were unreal at it yeah yeah you do uh, serious damage TV wise this week again this is my, my, my TV review uh, I've been watching a, a show called Dope Sick and something we spoke about I was going to talk to you about it on the way in there and I stopped, I had to stop myself talking yeah. there's a show it's on It's on Disney Plus uh, and it stars uh, Michael Keaton Okay, he, he plays his doctor in it. Sorry, uh, movie or uh, no? It's a it's a it's a series, um, like uh, like a drama series. Okay, uh, and it's really good. And basically, it's about the rise of oxycontin in the states. Oh, I've heard about this actually. It's yeah. so good. Like it's again like, which it, it scared the life out of me watching it because like it's I knew it was bad. <laughs> Uh, and I knew like kind of there was some dodgy backgrounds in it, but like from I used I was on OxyContin for a while. Oh right! Uh, when, uh, when after, I, after when the... I broke my back, I was put okay. on OxyContin, and I took myself off it after about a week. Um, it's highly, highly addictive. But it sure? wasn't it wasn't it was nothing about the, the addiction thing. It just puts you into this bubble of you. Like the doctor could have come in and said, "Well, Tony, we have to take the leg today," and I would have went, "It's fine with me, yeah." You sure you don't want to take the second one as well? Like you just don't give a shit about anything. Right. So you can understand why people would get addicted to the f- the numbness of it. Exactly. You just well, don't give a shit. Yeah. And then because it's so highly addictive, uh, obviously you can't. You kind of get stuck on it. That's it's it. an absolute epidemic over there, isn't it? Like it's it's unbelievable. Th- like just describing it to everyone. This this is re- it's really eye opening. And and the, the the family that were behind it uh, that introduced the drug and got it legalized in so many places are like they're billionaires now like they're they've got i think the family's worth 13 billion i, I googled it jesus christ yeah uh, on the back of it um jesus like just really massive it's like, fucked up isn't it yeah but again that's they were allowed to do it and they played within the the, the law and they they 
did all what they but should do. And it's still available. And it's that's still available. That's, that, but that's like, the most I was fucked prescribed up thing. I was on it. Like. That's the most fucked up. There was another great movie that came out there a few years ago. Uh, Mark Ruffalo was in it. And it was about the company um, that basically put Teflon onto, into frying the pans. The frying pans, yeah. And uh, I don't know if you've seen it. but uh, No. Similar, just a big corporation, whatever. Yeah. And like, so basically where this factory was... Wait, he's getting rowdy, lads. Hey. <laughs> wait, wait a second. Hang on, clink, clink. <laughs> but uh, basically, wherever this factory was, it was kind of in mid-America somewhere, and uh, loads of people within the within the region and area, and people who worked in the factory just started getting cancer, basically, and dying, and there was like all the farms within a certain yeah. area of this factory, all the the, the cattle were, were getting sick and just, just literally dying, and um, someone anyway decided to put up a battle against the... the mm the company and it was everything was exposed they'd like over 4,000 witnesses went through the course this was over a 10 year period and uh, but the so they they all got payouts but the factory is still there to this day fucking doing still knocking that stuff out it's just crazy man it's money money really talks like it's it so does it's uh but do if you get a chance watch it it's it's well worth it it's a it's 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 a slow burner that like again when i put it on first i was kind of expecting it to be a lot more sensationalist and a lot bigger and a lot kind of and uh, Michael Keating is such a fucking amazing yeah, actor he's brilliant he's, he's brilliant. brilliant he's just subtleties and he just looks like this nice man yeah yeah he's really and good. he just has these really small like micro acting kind of movements and he's just <laughs> brilliant say eyes you know, yeah, he has, he has got quite small <laughs> eyes uh, but yeah no it's just it's brilliant the performance is incredible uh-huh. Yeah, so it's definitely worth a watch, um, but don't think it's going to be. It's like it's not a roller coaster from yeah, the beginning. Yeah. It's kind of it's at the end of each one, kind of leaves you those Slow kind burn. of little little cliffhangers. Kind of you're going, oh shit, he's after prescribing her on it now, and then something has to happen to her. And the, the more it, it opens, like the, like I'm only in episode four now or whatever. Uh, the more you look at it, the more it opens, and the more the story evolves, and you're going, Jesus Christ, yeah, this is yeah. fucking mad, like mad stuff. Like yeah, yeah, crazy. It's like you wouldn't believe it, but it's a true story. Yeah, mad, isn't it? Mental. So you didn't watch the Tetris. 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 What's that? No. Well, am I doing it? Am I doing it for Fred? You're doing a Fred in it. The Tetris. It clearly shows that you just don't listen to me. Oh yes, at all. I'm sorry, sorry. Is it? No, because in my head, do you know what? Honestly, what I was thinking I was going Tetris, and I was thinking the Super Mario Brothers. Because we were talking. <laughs> That's how it was the moment as well. Isn't it? it was the same thing. Like we were talking about that as well. Now I haven't watched it yet. No. Yeah. Oh, cracking movie! Yeah, it's really yeah. good. Really good. I take your word for it. I wouldn't be rushing to it kind of sounds a bit weird yeah but just like dope six sounds yeah. a bit weird but that's what i what i thought tetris what the fuck, what's it, it's not about the actual yeah. video it's about all the espionage and spy shit that went on behind them. oh okay okay gotcha, yeah gotcha, yeah gotcha, yeah gotcha. no no it's just about oh people that play for tetris now no. championships no no, that kind of rubbish no, like. no have you seen it no so hold on a second james yeah. is here james yeah. step in there sit in, sit in the chair you're 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 this week's fred by the way you have to be but <laughs> <laughs> have you seen it james I haven't. It's on my backlist now yeah. to watch. It's our, I've seen the trailer. And I was like, oh yeah, I want to see that because hold on a second. Actually, hold on, hold on one second. I'm going to mic you up properly. I saw the trailer and then I was like, that kids have a switch and it's like downloaded the original, you know, the, the emulator for Tetris. And I was like, oh, Claire yeah. sitting there at the, the, the kitchen table one lunch table and kids like, can I have my Tetris or switch back? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's on the list. I was like, oh yeah, so many movies to catch up on. Yeah, it's it's and so many streaming services. I find as well especially with stream do you remember when you were watching TV an ad would come on for a movie that was coming out or a new series that was starting but because we stream everything now it's I find I don't actually get to see adverts for what's coming out so stuff just starts appearing and I don't know anything about it until, mm. until do I do you binge watch much? This, this weekend was the first time I've been watch, binge watched anything since uh, since uh, Breaking Bad yeah and it was uh, a real random one 
it was, it's called Catastrophe. It's actually a sick. I know it. Yeah, it's, yeah Sharon Horgan's. Sharon yeah, Horgan. Yeah, it's incredible. What, yeah, it, have you seen it? It's I, fucking brilliant. Yeah, yeah it's brilliant. It's brilliant. It's, it's, it's fucking Rob Delaney. Yeah, Rob Delaney. Yeah, yeah, it's brilliant. Brilliant. Now, and, and, and what I'm so surprised at myself is not normally something I would watch. But anyway, drew it on and. Uh, yeah, just spent the weekend watching it. It was a great crash. Sharon Horgan, though, she writes a lot of stuff and it's really good yeah. TV. Like, you start watching it, Jesus, yeah, that's actually fucking ah, She's an amazing actress. Yeah. She's yeah. brilliant. And writer and producer. Yeah. Like, she does, she has so many yeah. bows in her. Yeah, yeah. Or streams in her bows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Whatever that is. Uh, yeah, it's. I've, I've stopped binge watching stuff, which is uh, a bit odd. I've kind of. Uh, it's not that funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I uh, my my sister is, who's staying with us at the minute keeps giving out to me because I'm not binge watching. I'll watch a I watch a show, and I watch one a day. Like not, I I don't get the whole watching five in a row. We're sort of the same at home, but that's because we have kids. And it's like by the time you get to sit down in the evening, it's like, or right, you're not doing something or running around. It's like, yeah, we'll, we'll watch something, and it takes us weeks then to watch. Yeah, like it's nearly yeah. what like watching all the you're watching a couple of episodes during a week, but it's not like you're binging all like five episodes in the go. Yeah, you might get one, maybe two in and the night. My sister think, will do that. Yeah. She'll sit down and she'll watch uh, like an entire series in one fell swoop. I, uh, I, no, I could like, oh, just do what? That. not only because. It, like, I just prefer to have like something else to look forward to the following day and kind of think about stuff and let it germinate a little bit and go, oh, what do I think is going to happen? Instead of just yeah. going and letting stuff happen in front of your eyes. Like, sort of, well, like some of the stream service like Apple and that had their like, foundation or whatever and they were doing like one episode a week type thing and you're sort of, you just sort of have to wait a week then to watch it. Yeah. My kids that dropped them mad with some of the stuff they were watching and that was like one episode a week or something started coming out and they were like... They give up watching it? No, it was like, what, what, why can't we almost just gangbusters watch it all in one go like it was just like yeah. my kids growing up and that they didn't understand like for years when they were smaller they didn't understand what adverts were it was like and then when adverts came on they were just it's mad isn't it zoned into yeah. it completely yeah, yeah, like yeah. completely brainwashing yeah we adverts. forget that they're watching TV and content in a completely different way we did when we were growing up I suppose you know the most disturbing thing I've ever seen was I was on a train one day and there was a lady sitting up to me with her, with her baby baby was maybe two and she took out a magazine and was reading it on the table in front of her and the baby got up and was trying to zoom in on the pictures by, yeah. s- by opening and closing his fingers yeah. by swiping on the, and just couldn't understand why the, the picture wouldn't zoom in yeah. it's just bizarre because like, again it's, it's just conditioning that obviously that's the way he's zooms. Yeah. yeah my kids had that with the laptops where it wasn't a touch screen so they used to get it was like, they were, like they were really small sorry and they were like why, is he trying to pinch in it's like it's not working so it's like it's not touch screen it's yeah, never going to work yeah. just, Paper. Just, just, this is James by the way everybody James is here for a lot of you've been here for a lot of the podcasts you've been going around the background at some point some weeks yeah it depends when we've not gone off to tree but running kids kids running and that but, uh, so we have to explain who you are uh, you married a local lady you're originally Semi-local. from me, isn't it? yeah her mother is from just over the road like literally you could throw a stone where did Deborah grow she grew up in Malahide, but she oh, spent she? most yeah, but oh, she spent most of her okay. summers there. Her parents were both teachers, so she spent pretty much every holiday was down here. Yeah, like she knows a lot of the stuff. Places Tony would have frequented yeah, in his youth. Yeah, she spent yeah. the same same age demographic there. Yeah. But yeah, she was or uh, Gary. But yeah, she was she's um yeah she would have spent most of her youth down here. Like she worked in a lot of bars. Like we used to go to Caddies. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, that was like that was she, this, her summers were down here. So here. when did you guys yeah. move down? Uh height of lockdown nearly was it <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah we went for a change and it's like yeah. oh yeah we're moving to Kerry okay so we were renting up nearly just up the road here for about a year while looking for a house yeah um, 
eventually got one thankfully yeah, it's yeah. very hard to get it is it's like they just disappear very quickly right here, yeah. yeah and uh got a house that it's a big lump of a house because it's an xbnb and yeah. it's a horrible color the pink one here the oh, pink God. house from the pink house on the hill there's rows over the pink color and how, many, like, how many girls in your family you have many daughters? Three daughters? Three daughters, daughters. Three daughters yeah, and a wife and yourself. Be case. No, it's not actually. They're, they're not that pushed in the pink now, to be honest. They're not like, you know, girly girls. Oh, okay. So, yeah, if they had their way, it'd be multicolored than my children. But, yeah, it's yeah. Not, not quite that far. But, yeah, I've been down here for, oh, I don't know, it's two years now. I've been down there three years. But I've been coming down here for good to 20 years since yeah. I met my wife. So, yeah. we got married down here. So, very good. Yes. Good plan. Yeah. Ah. Got married in Clan, had so points in me holes beforehand. You're stuck here forever, that's it. That's agree. pretty much it. Yeah, yeah, you're working remote as well, are you? I do. Work so, remote. what do you do? Me, I uh, work for a trading firm for their IT. Ooh. Yes, so it's different. Yeah. yeah, it, it, yes. And so do, you, do you have to go up regular for worker? I show my face every so often. I, I, I try to go every two weeks, like, I just get a train up on the Monday or Tuesday yeah. and get the train down in the evening time. <laughs> How do you find, like, are you working up broadband and stuff down here? Has it. Oh, like fiber down here. It's better than some people in Dublin. Yeah. yeah. Like I've talked to people in Dublin, like trying to get broadband into their houses in you know D four and that. It's yeah. like doesn't happen. Yeah. And it's like you know, well, what can you get? Uh, I don't know. And then you look and you're like, this is rubbish. Mm. And like, yeah, but, but like, like fiber runs right inside my door here, and yeah. it's perfect. Yeah. Um, and two of us work at home. My wife's the same. She works remotely as well. So two of us are in the same office at the moment. So she works for the department of something or other. She works for a uh, <laughs> one of the civil service departments. <laughs> the department of something, something or other. Oh, yes, no. the I'm mystery craft department. You know, civil servants. You don't know which department they work in. But yeah, no, she's working. Um, she goes to Clarny once a week and she works at home the rest okay. of week, which works out well for us with our kids are at a certain age now where you're, you're sort of running around collecting and yeah, dropping yeah, and yeah. secondary school like the half days where they have extra classes afterwards especially here because you have to drive everywhere to, to, to get there a long way to go anywhere yes yeah, um, yeah. but they go running on Tuesdays and Thursdays normally and it's like it's a, it's great to spin in and out to yeah. every is, is running actually an activity or do you just make them go running oh yeah you can't be arse driving them to the next be arse, like, get in front there run run, <laughs> run. Uh, yeah no, three, three harriers so they okay. went in with them. My daughter was just competing yesterday in Castle Island. Yeah, so you know, they're just getting into that again. They used yeah. to do it in me, and then they haven't done that for a while, and then they're back into it again. So what did your kids earn? So they're what, twelve and thirteen? I have a fifteen, almost well, fourteen going on fifteen, uh, twelve going on thirteen, and eleven going on twelve. And were you lived in Mead before this? Yes. So they've got Mead accents, not Kerry accents yet. No, no Kerry accents. Are you found I've got to I tell, tell you, you, listen, I'm worried about the fucking locality here, lads, because at the rate it's going, there's fucking going to be no Kerry accents. Like, the Kerry accents are going to be gone. Like, 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 at least fucking dubs down here. Jesus Christ, you're swallowing the place up. Will you call me D4? I'm like, no, don't even put that Dublin label on me. But I have to admit, I was out walking the dogs earlier on, and Fia ran off, and I called her, but I called her somehow with a Kerry accent came out. Fia, come here! Where did that come from? That sound like that. Yeah, bizarre. Yeah, I there's, there's, there's definitely it's just it's slipping. Is it? Are yeah, you one of those people who picks up accents easily? It tur- turns out yes. I, I didn't think I was, but yeah, I think it's definitely it's creeping in. So I'd have to go back to my Dublin there's roots. Some, go back. Some, um, my father, he's um, your dad's accent is the weirdest accent I've ever heard. Listen, man, he doesn't know what his own. He's accent like he's, is. A, he's a mongrel. He's uh, well, he was born in London, but he's been back here since he's about seven or eight, and then we lived in Dublin for a long time. So he's kind of got a. Some words he says they sound kind of English, and in other words, he sounds a bit Dublin, and other times he sounds a bit Kerry. But obviously, working and growing, in, growing up in the pub, the, the people coming through the doors all the time, you'd have different. But like, I, I, and he'd tell you this himself. I'm not taking a piss. Like, you'd have German people come in the door and be ordering food, and he'd be taking down the order, be going, yeah, yeah. 
yeah, yeah. Like, just fucking ridiculous. We used to always take the piss out of over it. I love that. That was pretty. But um, Olga's like my wife is like that. If she if we go to the UK, within like two days, she's got an English accent. She's just uh, that kind of musical ear that just picks up. I'm not sure if I have a musical ear. I do do that occasionally when I'm abroad like that, but then, yeah, it just depends on how long I'm somewhere. Is, is it only in, like, foreign S- countries? Spain, Spain, Spain and Italy. And <laughs> no, no, like... You know, <laughs> I've got you. Uh, no, not that bad, but, you know, Germany, England, you know, places like that. And, like, and even in Ireland, like, you know, if I've spent long enough in a certain area, like, it'd probably be good. I've been hanging around, you know, this lot, like, so I'm never going to pick one up. But then, yeah. like you are saying, my daughters, like, a lot of them, the kids don't have... A strong accent, like there's a weird Americanization of language, yeah, though. Because they're all watching, around like that. Because they're watching yeah. YouTube videos. And my kids are the same. There's words they come out when you're like, no, that's not the right word. Yeah. My wife complains about that about me though. She goes, "You've watched too many American programs over the years, and you say certain things. There's definitely like Americanisms and American words. Yeah, yeah. That come out like that, and you're like, oh, really? I don't hear it myself. But okay. Yeah, you'll never tell yourself. No, though. Yeah, yeah. And then she's like, oh yeah, you, you sound like you you, you, you say sidewalk or you side, do you say sidewalk? sidewalk? No, not normally. Like it's just every so often it comes out, and it's like it's and a subconscious. Way too much sidewalk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't even have footpaths in here, so yeah. Footpaths. You see the kind of roads. We have a ditch. Better than some of the roads in Meath, so I'm not going to say that. I was up in Meath last weekend, actually up in uh, Kilcock or West Meath, isn't it? Yes, I know. It's yeah, yeah. I know Kilcock. Yeah, yeah. It was. uh, What tried you up there in the country? The flat hole was on. Oh yeah, yeah. So so we're doing a gig up there, but it was uh, it was pretty wet up there now. And uh, yeah, I couldn't wait to get out of there. To be honest. Let me out. <laughs> I know it's a nice part of the country up, up around me, Trim and, and all them places. Nice, nice little. Yeah, it's it's. Oh, look, it's like <laughs> everywhere. Don't sound that convinced. Well, no, it's like I'm everywhere. just trying like, to be. You know, I'm just trying to be polite, just, James. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you, you go to some place and it's like, oh yeah, it's, it's a nice space, but you don't know. I you think know, you live there for a while. And you think, oh, I mean, it's lovely there. during the summer. It's a gorgeous spot, but like when it's not height the summer, it's it's just, it's soggy. It's just it just always feels wet. It always feels like it just needs a good bit of drainage or something. That could be said around here too. Yeah, but yeah, no, no, for some reason I don't know why it just seems to be. It always again that's why the pretty why this land is so good up there. Yeah, I admit I was up a couple. Wow, was up in February for like jury duty and training because I hadn't changed my you know address or the, the information registry or whatever. So they called me up and I went up one day. I drove up from here one morning. I was so early, so I went up to uh, the Hill of Tara. I had me out there and I was like, ah, I drive out there. The muck in the place. I was walking around going, Jesus, I might as well be in a fog as being up here. Like it was just pure like shine everywhere. Stop. I came out and was like covered muck going to a courthouse going, Jeez, I'm looking well, haven't I? Did you get called? Get called? For yes. the jury duty. Oh no, I uh, I got pulled up one day, which it's the worst system. Got called up one day and like, Oh, you can go home after they did the roll call. It was like they named two hundred people, fifty people there, like and they're going through a list of two hundred people. Yeah. And then you go home and they're like, Oh yeah. You can go, we'll let you know later on if you're going to be called up tomorrow. So I went said, I'm up this end of the country, I'll go into work, just drive into work, like it's not that far away. I went into work for the afternoon, and so I was like, oh, you don't need tomorrow. So I was like, chances are I might not be needed again. Came home. Then they didn't tell me I wasn't being called the next day, so I went back up again. And then they finally let me go, like a couple of days later. And you get, But then this could go on, like, so oh, I think yeah. some days it could go on for a week or a week and a half. Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. it's not the best system I've I got called for it alright but I was lucky enough I got called in the first day and told I wasn't picked so but, yeah. so I just it was all done in the one Did day look at you just looked you up and anyway. I, I, yeah. I, I think he's supposed to be in another room yeah. <laughs> <laughs> should you not be in cuffs <laughs> should be coming in that entrance over there and not this entrance over here yeah I kind of there's a, there's, a, there's a thing I'd like to do it um, 
without without the inconvenience of having to go every day. But I'd like to. I'd like to. I like. You just to want to be nosy. You just want to be nosy. But, but this is it. You but do you want to, to start going in and go? I wonder what's going on. Uh, but I've done it. I've done it up in um, in the four. Well, not the four courts. The courts would be up Parkade Street. Uh, no, the ones oh, up Parkade Street. Oh, the criminal courts. The criminal courts. I've I've gone in there uh, and I've sat in while I was waiting for a train one day. I was in Houston. The train was like two or three hours away, and I was like, right. I'll go up and have a sit into the course and see what's going on. It's incredible. It's fascinating. Like It's like a, it's theatre. And the barristers fighting off each other. And then Just bring a few cans in, would you? Yeah. You would, yeah. Oh, jeez, yeah. imagine knacker drinking in the back of a court. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that'd be great fun. But it was brilliant. It was really, it was, it was good entertainment. And, and the lads, like the barristers that were bouncing off each other and like and more or less roaring at each other and throwing all sorts of accusations. At the end of it, all walked out and like arm in arm having a laugh. Oh, I'll see you down the bar for a pint. And yeah. It's yeah. all. It's but you're there the only fellas making money out of it all, thing. Of course. But again, but but it was eye-opening that there was there was one guy and one of the, the, the kind of like there's like a pre-court you go into just to get your charge I think it is or whatever it's before it's not like an actual court court but there was this one guy this young fella that came in and the, the judge turned around and he goes oh I, I didn't see my records here this is the 95th time you've been in front of the court really? Like 95 times and uh, I'd said sure. that to a friend of mine who works in the courts, like does a report in the courts. I said, no, that's that's kind of normal. That can be a There's lot. There's bound to be repeat offenders in there the whole Jesus. time. Like if you, if you get that Lewis line, How much is the that red cost? line up there. Some days thinking these guys are just going up and down to this courthouse every day of the week. I was inside with one of my clients last uh, was it uh, last Thursday. I won't say where or mention any names. <laughs> of course, and, um, we were inside and he was chatting away to me. I says, "How are you getting on?" He says, "Grand." He says, "I was uh, held up by gun or by knife point during the week." Inside in the shop. Oh, okay. And this is a big shop, like it's not a little pokey shop down the side anyway, like. Yeah. And I said, Go on, what happened? So anyway, basically this this particular fellow has been barred from, from from this particular store for for a long time. The guards know him, they all know him. So anyway, that was grand. He they spot him in the shop. This guy, he's the store manager, he went up, approached me, he said, Listen, you're barred from the shop, we have to ask you to leave. So your man was like, Yeah, whatever. He just kind of ignored him. He, he asked the manager for his name he says what's your name he says you don't need my name he says look you know you're not allowed in here mm-hmm. whatever this went on anyway manager walked your man seemed to make his way to the door manager walked off manager went back into the off license next your man comes into the off license into him and uh, he says what's your, I want your name your man says I'm not giving you my name he says you've been asked to leave and uh, he says we call the guards if you, if you don't leave and your man literally put his hand up on the shelf picked up a bottle of vodka and stuck it in the, in the manager's face and basically said to him I'm going to walk out the front door of the shop with this bottle in my hand and there's not one thing you can do about it. And as he was saying that, he lifted up his jumper and he had a knife stuck into his belt. Oh, God. Just in the middle of the day, yeah. in the shop, like. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, the manager's store was telling me, this, this guy, this has been going on for years with this guy. He's mm-hmm. constantly in out the shop. The guards come up, they've called up to the house. He can't, they can't arrest him. They can't do anything with him. Yet if I was stopping my tax out for a oh, month, be, yeah, I'd done, have yeah. to go up to the Garda station with, with, with driving licenses and the whole shebang, you know? Cap and hand. reckless yeah. behaviour. Like. Crazy. So now, that's the world we're living in, lads. Yeah, I know um, Walton's music that was in Dublin there. Um, yeah. I know Marie and uh, Neil Walton. On George's Street, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, well, they were on George Street and they had they had Walton's Hotel and they had the shop there on Parnell Square. And she says, she, they, they used to have the shop and they rented out to an old couple that, you know, was a sweet, you know, news agent when they ran there. Mm-hmm. They, uh, yeah, the couple said were, were, were retiring. Like they used to do dart gear and everything. Like it was a bit one of these, you know, everything's in the place. Yeah, yeah. They were retiring, and uh, so they were like, "Geez, what we do with this place?" So Marie was like, oh, "I'll work in here for a few days," and she's the same thing. It's like there's no guard station close enough to it. Like there was a guard yeah. station on you know, Con Street that was I don't know, it's been open for years now. They've opened a new one since then. But she says it's the same guys coming in every single day, threatening you every single yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. And she was just like, if she, oh no, she's this is she's a tough, tough woman. This one, and she was like having none of it, and she's just fucking 
you're, you're, you're gonna leave here yeah. or you're gonna know what's gonna happen to you yeah. and it was like get out and she'd run them out of the place like and she chased them out of the shop like must be terrible cause again like i used to i lived on abbey street in dublin for years and that's the reason pretty much that ran me out of dublin i was like that's i've had enough of the city now because uh i just got sick of seeing people being mugged and like every time i go up and like, get up on a saturday morning i go down to get the newspaper and milk and the guardian would stop you and say hey, have you seen this and it'd be photo fits from shops around the place from lads jumping counters and mugging people and just horrible like i don't yeah it's it, but then it's not just in in Dublin anymore. Uh, it's, 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 in, it's, in inner city, it's inner city living anywhere. Anywhere. Yeah. Anywhere. Never sip my noisy drink. <laughs> you have to get the ice cubes. I know, that's right. I can't drink. I'm going to have to drink it in the bottle from now because it's a giveaway. Back to the wine and swirling yeah. there. <laughs> He's got six pints up on the table with no ice in him. Do you run a Merlot instead. on Friday night now? Merlot, I love, I do, I like, I like wine. I love drinking wine. Um, and because I'm taking, if anyone doesn't know, I'm taking a, a break from Guinness for the next couple of weeks anyway. Uh, we're having a... We're <laughs> Don't worry, I'm going to make up for it for you next I don't know weeks. if you understand like, how, how yeah. kind of funny this is. Uh, I know. It's not like you're giving up drinking. Yeah, just, it's just Guinness. But I just, love just Guinness, though. Day. I love, I, doesn't, I really enjoy a pint of Guinness. Um, yeah, so it's, it's, it's difficult not to drink Guinness. Especially when you come in and James is sitting there with a lovely pint of Guinness in front of yeah. you. I had this conversation the other day with the... Morris and a, yeah. uh, uh, and Donny and it was like oh you know used to be like you know certain pubs you get really bad points of Guinness it's not too bad anymore like a lot of places are fairly no. good yeah there are places that it's going to be shite like you know to Dublin city centre there's loads of places that are shite now there's good places to get points but there's a lot of bad places yeah. to get points and yeah. it's the same thing but like it's it's improved a lot considering what it used to be but like. that's because Guinness are like they they send people around looking yeah. after the, stuff like yeah you know? the general yeah. standard and 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 the equipment in the in the pubs is has been upgraded and there was lots of grants there as well from the drinks companies to upgrade your cooling systems and all right. that kind of stuff and for years and years that stuff wouldn't have been upgraded you know it's just no. it, it was what it was do yeah. they still do uh, apprenticeships in uh, barman work I don't know what to be a barman because my, my mate my you mate can I think yeah no I think these, there was uh, DIT in that did yeah. something like that like, or even like you know part, part, part time apprenticeship there is because when I finished like when I finished school my mate Tony uh, not me <laughs> my, mate. My, my mate me me and my, my mate Tony, Tony went off to uh, and he, he became an apprentice barman and he went to worked in a Guinness house yeah. and I think it was like a five year apprenticeship or something like that he had to serve and he, the Guinness houses you'd go in and the, how you'd know it was a Guinness house because like the barman always wore black trousers white shirts and a tie they could, they, it was always like they had to have that level of professionalism yeah. all the time you see a lot of uh, barmen around Dublin there's certain spots in Dublin you know they were like that sort of yeah. that's where vintage. they came from yeah, but vintage, it is yeah. that, like I, I do like you know when you get a good barman and thankfully in here like the barmen are great the likes of Duncan is fantastic like he's probably one of the best barmen I've and Aaron is fantastic and, and Ross is doing great now as well you have to say look over your shoulder uh, <laughs> and, like and obviously <laughs> Podrick as well just a very attentive so when you walk in they, one they know what you want they'll have a chat with you if you're with people they'll leave you alone because they're not, they're, not, they're not intrusive if you know what I mean I think that's something that people have to learn over a period well, of time. I learned like when I worked in bars over the years, like yeah. just like you know, I know, just read the room, man. Yeah, yeah. just read the room. Oh, there's nothing worse than you go into a pub, and actually in the UK, there I find the bar staff in the UK there's a very general statement, generally really poor, like compared to Irish bar staff, mm. because they're just they take one drink order at a time. Yeah, <laughs> and there could be three people standing there, and I've I've seen it so many times, and they'd be standing there, and they'd, like they won't even look up at the bar, and they won't interact with the next person at the counter until they've done the full transaction with the first drink i.e. take the money give them back the change yeah 
And it's like if that was an Irish barman, they'd take the three orders and the one go and they'd be horsing the drinks out and taking money. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, but you get a really busy night, that's what you're doing. Like you're you're just sort of rushing exactly. around the place. Yeah. And you're like, but, it, but what I'm saying is, it's not that. Co- out, I think Ireland produces some of the best bartenders there are. From my from my travels, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Hey, don't ask me to make a cocktail for the love of money, but you know, uh, you know yeah, giving yeah. out pints over bars, I'm quite happy yeah, to do. Yeah, but just as into work, I think horsing out drinking and, and getting volume of drink out there and serving yeah. and being attentive to people. You know, I am going to have to start broadening my horizons down here a little bit more because I don't go to a lot of bars down here. Like I'd come here, but there uh, aren't that many. I know here Connors, anymore. and obviously Tomashines Tom- is gone now. There was um, a time when there was nine pubs in Castle Gregory. Yeah, like we used to do pub crawls around the village and. Yeah, but even like, with Dingle, yeah. like I've only ever been, I've like I've been in Dingle once on one night out. That was it. Whiskey takes last weekend. You should have gone again. Was there this weekend? It's was Friday. There? There's still tickets. Well, that could be a possibility. No, I'm not. I'm, not, I'm behaving myself. So far. <laughs> it's not. It's not Guinness. Shoulder though. over here, going. Yeah, yeah. You go. You go. It's not Guinness. It's not. It's not Guinness though. Yeah. It's no. not Guinness. No, Scotch Scotch this weekend, I think. It's Scotch tasting. Scotch oh, tasting. Max. Yeah. Scotch. Yeah. Oh fuck that! I wouldn't bother. Well, no, it's, it's, that, no. it's uh, the boys are picking their their favourites like Finn and uh, mm. Peter White would be. Uh, he'd be. Yeah, I'm just not a fan food. of Scotch in general. I, I don't like the smoke. My mother Scotch yeah. flavour. Grown into it more over the years. It's definitely. You're like a whiskey this. head, though, aren't you? You, you don't you collect whiskey and. I, I'm not collecting. Some bottles, nice bottles, and that, and like like you know tastings whatever and you know you see I'm I'm too greedy to collect stuff like that because like, again I, if I had a nice I bottle of whiskey I will actually drink it like, I, I drink it like, it's I not could never understand where someone would you know, buy a you know, nice yeah. whiskey and leave it sitting there in front of you I'd have to open it and have a sip and then I'd have another sip and then yeah. someone came along give them a, have, know, a have, tipple, a, have a little tip we'll have a little you can't see just pouring it like I've never had one that lasts forever like, like most of the bottles I open like I open them and drink them. It's the same reason why I don't have a wine collection because it's the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never buy wine. I'm buying it to drink and not just to sit there and put it on the shelf. Like, like it could go off in the bottle. I, know yeah, I, I, have, I can give you yeah. a good reason why. So the last batch of Middleton Rare that's sold, the, the, oh, yeah. the, the last dis- the last distiller of there's a new distiller there now, Middleton Rare mm-hmm. since 2020, I think, or 2019 or 2020. But the previous distiller who retired any one of his full collections, I think there's yeah. there ten bottles in the collection. Um, we're selling for like 25 26 grand on, on, on eBay, and those Ooh. bottles would have been purchased for about between 200 and 250 at a time yeah, when they were being the complete set. So that's about having a complete set, though. Yeah, 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 that's what I mean. That's but that's yeah. why you would collect that's like you know, you own the Sunny Malone's here yeah. in Galway, and they've got like the complete sets yeah. of all of them, like they have everything yeah. behind yeah. the bar. So I have a few buddies who have, have oh, I, you know, I know like a few sets people of them, like, and yeah, it's like it's fucking insane, but they wouldn't drink them, do they just have them as a have It's an investment, it's like buying a piece of something, it's an investment 10 years' time, it's going to be worth Now, there are people who buy one and have one, like you know, so they'll buy one to collect and drink one. But like I don't have that money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got, you I'm looking to dollars. buy one, yeah. but, but that, <laughs> it's going to get worse. The, the hardest part of that is, I suppose, if you look at it in, in a way, right? It, if you if you can get someone to get a bottle, there's only X amount of bottles come out a year. So if you can source a bottle and you pay 220 quid a year for a bottle, yeah, in 10 years' time, that collection could potentially be worth. It. Now it depends on on the local distiller situation. Is he still distilling or has he stopped distilling? Is there someone else doing? Who's okay. distilling? How good the, you know, the actual so make is it, was. is it a good thing if they're not distilling anymore? Does that oh, make it more expensive? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because now that that particular distill, but, but say they're really shit at distilling, and that's why they close. They don't the need to be really shit. <laughs> well, they wouldn't be. They they wouldn't, they, yeah. They, they, well, yeah, but they wouldn't be distilling at that yeah. level. But with I had a like. taste last year. Last year was uh, John's Lane for, um, and it was like you know the stuff that was brewed in John's Lane and up towards like there was the 
fifties, sixties, or seventies, eighties, and nineties. So you know, there was a collection of these like whiskies that were sort of coming up to a point before it closed and after it closed. Like so, there was just you know the rebranding, whatever. Yeah. And some of the stuff was like they just they'd given up. The barrels were starting to rot. The whiskey was shite, mm. and I mean wasn't great type of stuff. But then some of the stuff after that was better. So it's you know you could buy it in like a nineteen seventies bottle of this, and you think oh great, I've got a great bargain here, blah blah blah, and, you, and like everybody else knows it's shite. It's yeah, 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 yeah. And just like get rid of it. It's and um, but it's funny because at some stage, like there's been some whiskies have been found in, in the arse of barrels. You know, really old barrels have been pulled out of wherever warehouse, and it's. The whiskey itself tastes like absolute mm. muck, but it's still worth the fortune because it's like fucking. Well, yeah, it came J- John yeah. Flynn, who drinks here, uh, he tried to educate me a little bit in the ways of whiskeys because I occasionally was on a have a taste of a few of the top shelves. Uh, and he was telling me why it's. And so, why is that more expensive than that? He was saying it's a bit of evaporation. So, when you have something in a cask of whiskey, and said, so like, so when you fill that, that's full when they put it in, and when it evaporates, it goes to half. So, that's it's why it's, it, it's literally double. Yeah, it's doubling in price, and the more kind of concentrated it gets. Because there'd be really strong old whiskies, it'd be these, and that's why they're so expensive. I don't know if it's, it's really strong. It's just the flavouring and that. And yeah, that's what I mean. Like it's flavour yeah. as well. Like yeah, there's, it's, there's it's a fla- it's a f- it doesn't affect the alcohol content, yeah. but it just affects the flavour profile the longer it's left in the barrel. I'm going to get yeah. um, the car. I was saying this: the carry out off license in Killarney on the Muckus Road. John, the guy who owns them, he, I think it's like the second busiest off license outside of Dublin. Wow. Okay. Um, yeah. But he does a lot of uh, specialised whiskies because he deals a lot with the American market yeah. coming into Clarny and stuff. But um, I actually said it to him, so he's up for coming back for oh, some, and he's going to bring that. he's yeah, bring, yeah. he's going to bring back some whiskey. Tell me that whiskeys. nice one. I'll be here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I get on. I'll, I'll come. Yeah, exactly. I'll actually get Fred, on. You're fired. I get on to him this week and uh, yeah, arrange that over. That would be great yeah, again because I just I'm just ignorant to stuff like that. I don't have a broad knowledge of it just because I've just never been that much into it but yeah. I do I do but like your whiskey but it, it gets you will notice down here like a, I was in Dingle last week you know I wasn't even drinking enough I had one point in it but like I've been in a few pubs around Dingle that last weekend that, you know and it's noticeable how many of them have a lot of whiskeys now just to cater for tourists oh like, the yeah, tourists will spend yeah, money on them yeah, yeah. every time like the top shelf stuff but, like oh yeah I'll have some of that do you know how much of the um, uh, of the total whiskey market that Irish whiskey has and the world of whiskeys including American bourbons everything go on do you want to have a guess that must 40%. be must be a lot it must be it's not even 40% I don't think 1% yeah. what 1% really it has, has 1% of the overall whiskey market Irish well, whiskey that's, that's where it's and they export a huge amount of it. do you know what is massive is Japan Japanese I've heard that Japanese before Japanese yeah. is massive for whiskey and then obviously when you go Japanese to Japanese whiskey then if you get it it's just basically scotch <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's, it's got that pretty much it yeah, it yeah that's where they learned how to distill whiskey out there it was from Scotland so that's where it's, it's that's scotch that's basically. they do it but, and they um, actually import peat some of them actually import peat from Scotland to smoke grain out in Japan to get okay the okay wow 1% yeah no that that, that that was the stat within the last five years it might have changed a bit but that's, yeah. it's in and around that anyway yeah. I'd say proper 12 has uh, hit a lot of Jemison's market in America I was going to say is that still doing well is, is McGregor still owning that or does he no just I saw the huge percentage of it he still has yeah. a small share small I'd say share. but he sold off like it's, it's all name branding and that because I saw I saw a couple of the ads that he'd made for it and He's on beer. Now. They're awful. Like, is he a beer now as well? Does he? Yeah. Black Ford Stout. But yeah. but he's geared, but listen, say what you'd want about him. Oh, he, right? he can market himself. He's yeah. ama- But he what he's done there, he's established that place in Dublin, the Black Forge. He's created yeah. his own stout and his own whiskey. Yeah. I guarantee you, give the next five years, he'll have a chain of them opened up across America. Yeah. You know that's where I'm that's from. Yeah. 
where he has the yeah, yeah. literally like yeah okay yeah, minutes yeah. away from my mum's yeah. house like but, yeah um, it's a good that used spot. to be called it was called it was called the bentley first and then it was called the black forge i still yeah. that he didn't change the name that was that was they changed it beforehand right yeah it was uh it's an interesting pub <laughs> yeah I can he owns another one down the road as well called the marble arch which is the one in the canal again he, he's after buying it he, he bought it supposedly so here he bought a lot of land beside it as well there's apartment complexes and stuff to go in there but it's like the location where it is is stunning like it's right in the canal sport like Frank can yeah. say the richest Irish, richest sport people is Rory McIlroy and Beckham Colin McGregor yeah, yeah. Jesus Colin McGregor she was on the Forbes uh, list of richest uh, sports, sports people it, yeah that's it he, was, yeah, he, yeah. he made what 10 million outside uh, last LeBron, year the outside Le- sports like the, oh yeah yeah and then the year before was probably more oh 10 million more like feckin' 50 million I'd say don't know I think but I can't remember what I heard earlier on it was like yeah it was like just last year alone like okay. I made, made more the year before because I think so probably 12 was the year before I don't think it was last year yeah yeah so maybe that's why it was you know different years it is like, it, like look like I said whether you like him or hate him but like what he's what he's achieved is just insane yeah let's get the silly going at the back there huh? let's get the silly going out in the shed there yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm tempted to try distilling because I used to make beer years ago um, and I'd kind of I'm, I'm cider cider is an yeah, easy I one could. yeah I is distilling legal is it, are you allowed because like obviously put you in once it's not for commercial use there. so like if I could make it for myself like that would be not yeah. yeah but you have to prove you're not making it for anybody else like, no know. listen nobody's going to drink it <laughs> nobody should drink this just don't poison yourself yeah because again I'd like the idea of setting up a little rig and having a little oh yeah big time I'm going to do it. yeah I will I'll research it and see how it yeah, works. if the Guinness doesn't kill you the homemade whiskey will I'll listen I'll just go blind it'll be fine <laughs> be absolutely grand <laughs> a friend of mine during the week asked me um, would I be interested in going to see a psychic suppose we this is this is psychic around that uh it's very, very good. How do you... Where, where it's do, very, very yeah, good. I don't know. What they, yeah, I don't know. What <laughs> like, how do you determine if a psychic's very good yeah, at that? Yes, like they're great at what they do. What's your feelings on people? Do you, uh, no, I, do I you go into it? I, I, no, absolute, absolute scammers. Yeah. Scammers. I don't believe they've ever come out with or said. I don't give a shit else. what anyone says to me. I, it's a scam. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would be the same. I, just, I could never believe anything they ever said. I'd like the idea of it though. See, the thing is, I'm see, right. Okay, does, does it'd be fun to go see it. Now, see, I, I, I produced a psychic show uh, on radio for five years. Is that the one? Ninety-eight FM, for, uh, Una Power, for about five years. But again, that's how I did. I made radio shows. That's what, that's what I make. Um, yeah, and yeah. No, again, I wouldn't be into it. But there was a few, we used to bring in guests and stuff, and there was a few people that came in that you'd. They were very, very convincing. Yeah, but it. it yeah, but I have to stop you there, right? Yeah. I was only listening to something about this during the week and there is all these they have ways of finding out and gathering information about people before they even fucking lay, lay eyes on them yeah even well, easier nowadays with social media yeah, yeah. yeah. So well these people couldn't have, like this was this and, was and, this and, was cold reading like maybe it is it's yeah, a skill like again I've seen no, no, but, but, yeah, but they're, so you can start saying something and just catching that clip but, of like but it's the way they're questioning you they're, they're asking these open kind of questions and mm. if you say one answer they just go the opposite way or do you know what I mean yeah. it, it's, it, it, there's a whole skill to it like yeah. there is a whole skill to it but yeah. no it's yeah, definitely a scam the Dan Brown and them boys why don't we bring him on the podcast 
Uh, yeah, absolutely. If somebody's down. listening, let, let me <laughs> keep buried. Yeah. Well, yeah. he's he's totally he's a skeptic. He's he's totally against the whole thing. And yeah, the, the, most of those mentalists are. Oh no, yeah. He, he, I've seen like his shows. Like it's, it's good. I went into one um, RT Deborah's friend, uh, friend's mother used to work in RT booking, and it's like, oh, we're looking for guests. Do you want to come in for something? I was like, oh yeah, we'll go into this one night, and we went into Keith Barry's film in RT. So yeah. went and watched that. Like it was definitely it's interesting to watch. Oh, it is. Yeah. It is. And like yeah. the way he does it, like you sort of see where he's coming and how he's doing it, like. So, subliminal type thing going yeah. on all the way through the show and then towards the end he's like boom but what do you think happens when you die then do you think do you, do you go anywhere or do you because do you, we've spoken about this before it's the law of thermodynamics you can't destroy anything yeah. like energy just moves on your body's made of energy it's going to move on to something else so but do you reckon there's, there's no possible way of contacting that or being in touch with that or to my me myself yeah no not really I think you know you move on you move on like you're just your, your energy just dissipates into whatever but it's you know it's going to be moving into some you know just in a different form of you mm-hmm. but it's not something that you can contact or you know it's going to be like it was to. before like people say what's going to be like when you die but it's probably going to be like what it was before you were born you're not going to know anything yeah you're not going to know about it you're not going to be aware of it but you know what I, I if, if heaven is a place and like look don't get me wrong I'm not saying I believe in it but I can understand why people want to believe in it and I like the idea of it do you know what I mean it gives people peace and totally whatever. yeah yeah but like, have you ever thought about actually getting into heaven? Like, what would it physically? <laughs> phys- well, what, like, what is the image? Had, we know we're not gonna get in. <laughs> what so is the image you have in your we head of heaven? Burnt that bridge. Yeah. No, oh, man. No, 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 no. Hang on a second. Well, so I Hang don't believe. I don't believe in heaven, though. So. I'm not asking if you believe yeah. in it or not. I don't necessarily believe in it either. Yeah. But well, everyone, would you get in there? but everyone has thought about what their image of heaven is like. Like uh, everyone goes on about, oh, all the people who love to be in there, and everyone. Didn't, so I could just walk into heaven. And everyone I've ever known in my life are all going to be standing there. Do I have to call around to their house? Yeah, see, the thing is... Or do I have to text them to yeah. meet them? Or do, oh, do I they that bastard in life. I didn't want to meet him again in the afterlife. Do they just appear in front of me when, I, when I'm thinking about them? Or, like, how does it work like? But that's my thing with, with the whole... My thoughts, my, my belief is that... when you, you, Again, it's the energy thing. When your energy creates... Energy goes back in and joins the rest of the energy. And that you become part of the same energy. You go back into the same energy. But what is that yeah. energy? What what energy? Are you but talking I don't. About? I don't. I don't think you're gonna walk. I think. You, I don't think it's. It's like a conscious thing that you'll be like, oh, that's you, my dog that I haven't that died when I was thirteen. Uh, it just the, your energy becomes what creates the universe. But we're all stardust, and we'll return to stardust, and like there's new proof. But we like, don't know a, any of this. Yeah, but there's new proof that it was a universe. Like there's they're looking at there's proof that there could be proof now that there's a you know using the JWS that there's a previous universe before this universe looking at the way you know everything's out there at mm-hmm. the very edges of it and they're like it's just one continuation after the next and like all the material all the minerals and stuff in the universe came from stars and you know yeah. the big bang yeah. we're all part of that like you, you can't create something from nothing it's just continuously going and going and going and it's just going to go back to that like you know it's whether you believe in it's just you know the big absolutely. you know implosion or whatever else is going to happen like it keeps changing that the whole theory and it's just going to end back and then you end up with another universe and it just repeats and repeats and repeats well i mean like there's there's we could have been having this conversation before yeah. in a previous universe absolutely constantly repeating. on that happy note should we wrap it up for this evening aye uh, thank you for joining us this evening thanks very much <laughs> yeah, cheers, lads. cheers james thanks for having cheers, me cheers, and look actually i can nice cheers the pints yay there we go <laughs>